Hope you had a good weekend. I'm Maddox Mercury. It's Monday, June 22nd, 2020. And this is 76 Seconds of News. An editor at the Nashville, Tennessee newspaper, The Tennessean, said he was horrified after a full-page advertisement predicting a terrorist attack on the city next month was published by the newspaper Sunday. The second ad this week, paid for by a religious group known as Future for America, claims Donald Trump is the final president of the USA and features a photo of Trump and Pope Francis. It begins by stating a nuclear device would be detonated in Nashville and the attack would be carried out by unspecific interests of Islam. To everything, He had violated the newspaper's long-established standards banning hate speech. In the Wednesday ad, the group stated its intentions to warn Nashville residents about next month's event so that they may be able to make a decision intelligently. The ad is horrific and is utterly indefensible in all circumstances. It is wrong, period, and should have never been published, Vice President and Editor Michael Anastasi said. It has hurt members of our community and our own employees, and that saddens me beyond belief. It is inconsistent with everything the Tennessean as an institution stands and has stood for. The newspaper's sales executives ordered the ad to be removed from the future editions. According to its website, the group's ministry warns of so-called end-of-the-world Bible prophecies whose fulfillment is no longer future for its taking place before our eyes. Less than 48 hours after a 19-year-old was fatally shot in the protest area near Seattle's downtown known as The Chop, another shooting reportedly broke out on Sunday night that resulted in an individual being hospitalized in serious condition. The Seattle Fire Department arrived at the scene at 10.46 p.m. and went to a staging area near the zone's perimeter. The fire department was soon notified that the injured person was already taken away. Both victims in Saturday's shooting, whose identities haven't been released, were also transported to the same hospital via private car. Medics from CHOP had rushed both victims in Saturday's shooting to the hospital where one died. Police body cam footage shows officers arriving and marching through zones with guns drawn as groups of angry protesters yell profanities and throw bottles and approach the officers. While the movements in Seattle's Capitol Hill occupied protest zone continues to take shape, some people whose homes and apartments are located inside CHOP say they feel like hostages in their own neighborhood. We've been shell-shocked by the police and now this, and these people are evil at night. They're, they're horrible. These people moved in, and they act like they're really nice during the day. They have rave parties at night with DJs and light shows. Hope says she's called 911 for police or firefighter assistance. Police have told her they will not enter CHOP, and firefighters will not enter her neighborhood without police presence. I'd go almost to a homeless shelter right now just to be away from the violence. Repeated clashes between Seattle police and protesters prompted SPD to abandon the East Precinct, leaving demonstrators to set up a six to nine block occupied protest zone around the abandoned building. The city has made concessions and taken actions to accommodate the protesters, including setting up concrete barriers to stop traffic from entering the zone and agreeing to keep it free from police unless there's a life-threatening emergency. 
an effort to restart its economy, Spain ended its national state of emergency on Sunday after three months of lockdown. The country's 47 million residents can freely travel for the first time since mid-March, and visitors from Britain and the 26 European countries that allow visa-free travel can visit Spain without going through a two-week quarantine. Spanish Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez said that hygiene controls must be followed and had this warning. The virus can return and it can hit us again in a second wave and we have to do whatever we can to avoid it at all costs. Elsewhere, Brazil is grappling with 50,000 new cases in one day. President Jair Bolsonaro has been downplaying the risks there, even though it has the second highest death toll in the world behind the U.S. Florida on Saturday reported 4,049 new cases, another consecutive single-day record increase in cases. The number of statewide infections has surged to at least 97,000 as of Sunday. There have been more than 3,160 deaths in Florida due to COVID-19. The state has tested nearly 1.6 million people, according to its health department. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis hasn't indicated any rollback of the state's reopening, despite the surge in COVID-19 deaths. And since we're talking about Florida, remember Elian? Elian Gonzalez, the little Cuban boy who survived the trip on a raft from Cuba to Florida in the 1990s? Elian Gonzalez, whose custody case sparked diplomatic tensions and attracted intense media coverage announced on Sunday, he will soon be a father himself. Gonzalez, 26, made the announcement on Father's Day and said his own father, Juan Miguel Gonzalez, who brought him back from the U.S. to Cuba, was his inspiration as he prepared to become a dad for the first time. Soon I will begin to understand what it means to be a father. Elian Gonzalez wrote on his Facebook page. Gonzalez said he and his fiancée were expecting to have a baby girl later this summer. On Thanksgiving 1999, a five-year-old Elian Gonzalez was found clinging to an inner tube off the Florida coast. His mother and nine others drowned after the rickety boat they were traveling in capsized while they attempt to reach the United States from Cuba. Gonzalez went to live with relatives in Miami who refused to return him to his father in Cuba. Juan Miguel Gonzalez said he was unaware of his ex-wife's plan to take the boy on the dangerous journey to the U.S. The case stoked Cold War air tensions between the U.S. and Cuba as Gonzalez's father and the Miami relatives battled in U.S. courts for custody of the little boy. U.S. immigration officials eventually decided that Gonzalez should be returned to his father's custody. Eventually, armed U.S. federal agents stormed the Miami home where Gonzalez was staying with his uncle to reunite him with his father. Trump, more orange than ever, this man, a goddamn pumpkin of a man. No, not just some silly squash. I saw the great pumpkin. And it's still four months away from October. I tell you this not to jab or poke fun of this man. I'm giving you my truthful perspective, one that's honest. To be sure, honest, it is in the least. We may all agree on many and truly any man's faults. And so, is it necessary? Like this question. Before you give it any wasted thought, it's not. Friends, 76ers, I don't know whether I'm a Republican or a Democrat. The very parlaying to one side or the other seemed a trapped, untrustworthy endeavor from the beginning. And so I must, I thought, be an independent? Agnostic. No, that's religious. Well, this, plebeians, fools, 
is the same facade. There is no religion, no science, only truth. Well, what is that truth? Philosophy? <laughs> well, the Latin word philo means love, and sophie is wisdom. So, knowledge, science, as defined by Genesis, is to be considered alongside the cardinal sin. However, I believe that this is all farce, unnecessary chatter to defer attentions to what's more important among the present tenses. So truly, well, goddamn, Trump just got my vote. We begin our campaign, and I just want to thank all of you. You are warriors. I've been watching, I've been watching the fake news for weeks now, and everything is negative. Don't go, don't come, don't do anything today. It was like, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. You are warriors, thank you. We had some very bad people outside. We had some very bad people outside. They were doing bad things. But I really do, I appreciate it. We have uh, just a tremendous group of people in Oklahoma, and I hear I hear from your two great senators and your governor that we're doing very well in Oklahoma. That's the word. That's the word. I stand before you today to declare the silent majority is stronger than ever before. Now, 76ers, please, I beseech you to not go astray and shun me just yet. I will not take a side. I honor you, yourself, for choosing to vote or not, either the same. Five months from now, we're going to defeat Sleepy Joe Biden. Boy, does he get a pass from these people, huh? We're going to stop the radical left. We're going to build a future of safety and opportunity for Americans of every race, color, religion, and creed. Republicans are the party of liberty, equality, and justice for all. Listen, I think these guys are douchebags. Well, we all do. The big pumpkin king and his semi-scary in a dark old man gay bar sort of way, Mike Pence, they hold all the cards when it comes to ways of being disturbing. But listen to this man. He sounds fair and reasonable. And we live by the words of our national motto, it will never change, in God we trust. We stand on the shoulders of American heroes who crossed the oceans, blazed the trails, settled the continent, tamed the wilderness, dug out the Panama Canal, laid down the railroads, revolutionized industries, won two world wars, defeated fascism and communism, and made America the single greatest nation in the history of the world. And we are making it greater and greater every single day. Proud citizens like you help build this country. And together, we are returning the power to you, the American people. With your help, your devotion, and your drive, we are going to keep on working. We are going to keep on fighting. And we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning.
I don't care if there might be a teleprompter present, while Mike seems to be reading them with his creepy-ass goons dare. I can tell you firsthand, America is a freedom-loving nation, and America is a nation of faith. And as we open up America again and reclaim the freedom that we were willing to set aside for the health of our neighbors, I can't help but think that we come into this year cherishing and appreciating our freedom even more. So every day between now and November 3rd, go out and defend the freedom that's always made this nation great. And although he creeps me the fuck out. And while you're doing it, have faith. I cannot help but catch my breath. Faith that in these challenging times. Sensing my heart skip a beat when he says these words. That if his people who are called by his name will humble themselves and pray, he'll do like he's always done through the long and storied history of this land. He'll hear from heaven. He'll heal this land, this one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. So pray for America. For all the American people. And Trump seems to really be speaking for himself, which is, I must confess, my biggest melt when it comes to men in office. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. America will soon be thriving like never before because, ladies and gentlemen of Oklahoma, the best is yet to come. Still it's a real good bet, the best is yet to come. Together we will make America best wealthy again. Come and babe, won't that we will be fine? Make America strong again. We will you make think you've seen America the sun, but you ain't again. seen it shine. We will make America safe again. Wait till the warm-ups on the way. Wait till our lips have met. Thank you, thank you, Oklahoma. Thank you. Wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't seen nothing yet. How about a completely hands-off approach to protesting? Why not not vote? In his speech in Tulsa, Trump said himself, the silent majority is stronger than ever. And I ask myself, because I abhor the rioting and protesting and destructive disturbances across the nation and am taken aback, whether I am on the wrong side of things or wonder if I'm an ineffectual human being or am I a part of the silent majority? So I'm not going to vote and I'm going to see who's right. Are the people making all the noise and destroying things right? Are they getting anything done? Are they just spending more time not doing anything with their lives, killing time by evening the playing field of meaningful stepping stones, foundations for stories that brought about their very present of standing there shouting and doing nothing. Or is it Trump who's right? Will the silent majority go out and vote in November and let him continue to smoke out the rats from our society? Is all this noise in the like of the kale salad phenomenon? The cross-dressing girly boys thing? See, drag queens are mean, and so are transvestites. I mean, for the most part, they are the meanest gays and the loudest. So consider, for a moment, along the same line of thought, rich bitches. They don't have jobs, spend their husband's money, and eat shitloads of kale salads. Well, no one likes kale. 
It's awful. To be honest, I enjoy it in a few things, but suddenly gluten-free and kale is on every menu across the country at doubly premium prices. And here's the thing, the same goes for girly men. No one wants them. But because this bitch bought that shitty salad at 15 bucks and she spent her husband's money she's always flaunting, she's gonna say how great it tastes cause she's a bitch. And everyone's gonna eat it too thinking, it's 15 bucks, I gotta afford it because Chanel did and she said it was good so. Till everywhere in America we have lied to ourselves for popularity into eating shitty greens at entree prices and fucking football players in stilettos and dresses. To that last part I do abstain. But I must note that this infuriates me. See, the PC crowd all realized they were gay at the same time. And because they were hating on everyone, but the loudest cross-dressers is all they could hear. With their drag races and drag bingos and brunches. They all been shamed at being girly gays, thinking they deserve it, or in fact, believe that is what it's all about. But why would I want the guy I remember as the straight tough one, twice my size, to be all submissive and wearing frilly frocks? Get the fuck out of here. Drag. Let me tell you, it's a fringe niche art. Enough said. Where was I? Oh yeah, alienated from them, whatever their ideas, because their looks and the way they talk. Well listen, my only opinion on this whole thing is that I do not like Joe Biden. I mean, I did, or I didn't know him, but I had no aversion and was ready to take hold of his campaign, but to see the flimsy escape artist Bernie Sanders get behind him, why do we keep giving money to this clownsy flip-flopper? Rolling over like a dog for Joe amidst the Democratic conspiracy, cough, cough, caught my attentions to the bitterest of taste in my mouth. All we have to do is connect the perversely sinister dots to note that Joe Biden, just in the weeks before the whole Black Lives Matters blowout, that's even so difficult to say, I'm sick of it, just in the weeks before the whole Black Lives Matter blowout was calling out well-known black figures to support, along with their fans, his campaign, stating, if you're black, you vote Biden. What a perfect opportunity to brainwash the encumbered and less accessed masses. First, provide them all with affordable, if not free, streaming media, perfect timing around Christmas, the year before the actual coup. Then initiate widespread hysteria with unencumbered, Attentions and focus through spread of fear, discord, viruses, and riots. Just stop. Breathe. Sober up a moment and look at yourselves. All I hear Joe saying amongst asking for more money is that he stands for some spirit-defining battle, a narrative that, frankly, just doesn't exist anymore. Let me tell you, from personal experience, the world is a safe and, at the time, prevalently benign place. An environment that thrives alone through light and love. And really, 76ers, that's what it's truly all about. What's most important to remember in the end is there is no war, no battle, no fight for peace or love or prosperity or freedom. No, not anymore. Because of this institution, the monuments that were established before, well, before we are all even an evil gleam in our father's eye. We are, in fact, I promise you this fact, a product of our pasts and all that came before us, starting with your actions right now, and now, and now, and now, now, and now, and now, on and on, forever and ever. Just remember, first, love. There is only love, there is only light. No darkness, no battle between, 
just light and lesser degrees of its radiance, differing wavelengths. And second, God is the DJ. That's it for the 76th. Have a great week, guys. I'm Mags Mercury. I'll see you next time.